Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Rachel Rocchioli, who is featured in Wine Country Women Heritage Families. Rachel is fourth generation. She oversees daily operations and hospitality here at Rocchioli Winery. And I couldn't be more pleased to be seen with her today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, this is going to be fabulous because you and I haven't had a chance to sit down and really get acquainted. So Mm. (laughs) not only are our listeners going to get a chance to know you, but I'm going to get a deep dive in everything Rachel too. (laughs) (laughs) Your family is so rich in history here in Sonoma County. Your legacy goes Mm -hmm. back to 1911. Yeah. And it was your great-grandfather. My great-grandfather, so Joe Sr. (laughs) And he was from Lucca, Italy. Yeah, so a small village outside of Lucca. It's very tiny. It's called Horn of Velasco. (laughs) I love, love, love Lucca because there's that wall around the city. Yeah. Um, Do you still have family there? I've got to ask. We don't. Um, We have some very distant friends. Um, They don't speak any English. Um, So we do have one friend who still actually lives in that village and we had the opportunity to visit him a few years ago um, and explore the village. Um, But we don't have any relatives that live there currently. So all immigrated here to the U.S. But doesn't sound like a good idea to have a second home there. (laughs) I would love that. (laughs) That would be the dream. (laughs) You can share the story there as well. Bring it full circle. That being said, your great-grandfather was pretty much a grape grower, mm-hmm. and but it was your father, Tom, who decided to get into the wine business. Yeah, yeah. So my great-grandfather had purchased the property back in the 30s, um, and at that time, the majority of the crops that were prominent were hops, um, string beans, prunes. Um, so grape growing, um, we actually didn't start getting into that until the 50s. Um, so some of our oldest vines that we still have on the property were actually planted by my great-grandfather um, and my grandfather, Joe Jr., uh, in 1959. So those are Sauvignon Blanc vines. Um, and then my my dad, so he worked alongside my grandfather uh, for many years in the grape-growing business. Um, and he, you know, had this kind of idea of, you know, we were selling to all of these great wineries that were, you know, prominent at the time. Um, why don't we create our own wine brand? So we started making our own wine. Um, 1985, we released our 1985 Estate Pinot Noir. Um, it won Best Pinot Noir in America. And needless to say, the rest is history from there. So, um, but lots of history out here in the Russian River Valley. Was it inevitable that you would work for the family business? Yeah, I always dreamed of coming back here. Um, I didn't know what exactly, you know, what role I would play, but I always had an interest of being back in Sonoma County and working side by side with my family. I left for several years. Um, I came back in 2016, back to Sonoma County. And so I didn't work for my family right away when I moved back to the area, spent a couple more years 
just gaining some experience. But I I knew I was going to be here eventually. (laughs) But before you did that, you actually worked for a distributor. I did. Yeah. So what, what do you think that experience taught you? Yeah. I mean, just learning kind of the wine business on that level. I mean, there's so much to learn and there's so many different aspects of this industry that, you know, not everybody gets to experience. And so I'm grateful that I, you know, went that route and saw kind of the um, distribution side and just how that all works. And, you know, it's, it was a pretty demanding job. Um, You know, I had about 20 different accounts that I was servicing um, and really I was learning how to build relationships, uh, which I've, you know, applied to, you know, my career now. So, um, it was a great way to kind of jump into the industry and just kind of see it from a different viewpoint that I hadn't seen before. Um, so I did that for a couple of years in down in Southern California. <laughs> so outside of the Sonoma County as well. So, okay. Yeah. Which do you like better? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm definitely biased to Sonoma County. (laughs) Which profession do you like better? Um, I really enjoy what I'm doing now. Um, I love, you know, having the opportunity to meet with our customers and our members um, and just maintaining those relationships and, you know, having them as a part of our family here. Um, we're a small family owned business and, you know, we really care about what we do here and I care about what I do. And, um, you know, I, I care for our members and they are so loyal to us and, you know, we're grateful to have them. So when you have such a great story, you know, you've been in Sonoma County for so long and sharing that with your customers, I'm sure is important to you and sharing your wine. Mm hmm. Top moment of your career so far? Yeah. What would that be? Yeah. So a top moment in my career. um, It's hard because I still feel like I'm getting established in my career. Um, But one of, um, I had an opportunity to do a market visit a couple years ago. um, And we, you know, have members that have been on our list for 20 plus years. So that means they have, you know, verticals of our wines, you know, going back 20 years. So we actually did have a member who reached out um, when I was on this market visit who had a vertical of one of our uh, single vineyard Pinots dating back to 1996. Um, So it was 1996 until I think 2016 was the most current vintage we tasted. Um, So we had about 20 years of (laughs) this Pinot to taste. Um, And it was really, really great to see um, these wines side by side all together. It was just a true testament of the ageability of these wines. They were all in such beautiful shape. Uh, It was just, it was really cool and neat to see because, you know, 1996, I was a young girl. (laughs) I wasn't drinking wine yet. So um, it was just, it was fun. It really just kind of showed that strong connection that we have with you know, what we do and, um, you know, my dad creating these wines and also the strong connection we have with our members. Um, and that's something that I will never take for granted. That's for sure. But I would say that was definitely just kind of a fun and unique experience in my career so far. And how long ago was that? Uh, this was a couple of years. So this was 2018. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you stay in touch with that? Um, we did. Customer? We did right after uh, the tasting. I haven't heard from them in the last year or so, but um, yeah, we did keep in touch right after the 
the tasting. <laughs> How much wine do you make here? Um, we're relatively small. We make about um, 10,000 cases annually, give or take. We have about 140 planted acres on the property here, but we do still sell about 60% of what we grow. Um, so we've had contracts with wineries that have been in place for decades. <laughs> um, so they do purchase a good amount of the grapes that we grow here. So like I said, we are relatively small in the grand scheme of things. Oh, so absolutely. about 10,000 cases or so. I love small brands. Yeah. Like <laughs> What's ahead? What plans do you have for the brand? Yeah. Um, I do actually get asked that question fairly often. Um, just kind of what do I envision for the future of Rocchioli? Um, and, you know, I have some pretty big shoes to fill. <laughs> uh, the generations before me have just left such a strong um, and significant legacy here in the Russian River Valley. So for me, my goal is to really maintain that legacy. Um, and I'm excited for what's ahead. I, I do have a younger brother who will join me. Um, so I'm excited for what we will bring to the Rocchioli brand and the Rocchioli name. So I don't know exactly what's in store for us, but I, you know, like I said, I, I hope to maintain our strong legacy here. You don't know what that mark is that you're hoping to leave on the business as yeah. you move forward. Not yet. And, no. you know, I think, again, I'm still, you know, establishing kind of my role here. And, um, you know, I do a lot of kind of the front end uh, daily operations, but, you know, maybe there's something in store in the production side. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> when someone tastes a wine from your vineyard, what can they expect? What's the unique characteristics? You know, with our single vineyard wines, they are very unique, very distinctive. Um, they're coming from specific blocks on our property here. Um, so each are going to have these unique characteristics. Um, what we pour in our tasting room is our estate single vineyard blends. So basically, they're a blend of kind of our top vineyard sites on the property here. And my dad is very meticulous in his winemaking. He's very particular what he puts into these blends. I've had the opportunity to sit in on these tastings, and I know how, how important this is to him and um, how much you know, effort goes into this process. Um, so really the wines that you taste are, you know, supposed to express the true Rocchioli characteristics. Um, and what are those? I don't know. It's a secret. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> so, um, so basically everybody has to come here and taste a wine. Exactly. Yeah. So they can experience it for themselves. Exactly. Yes. And, um, yeah, there's something to be said being here, being immersed, um, you know, in the middle of our vineyards basically, and just actually being on site here and tasting through these wines and, um, they got to come here and, and find out for themselves. <laughs> this is like asking a mother who their favorite child is. So forgive me. I'm sure you love all your wines. Is there a standout that's, that's your favorite go-to wine right now? It's so hard. Um, like I was saying, each of our wines have, you know, unique characteristics mm -hmm. and, you know, we have a variety of clones that we use. And so it's hard. I feel like there's an occasion for each of them and I can appreciate each of them. Um, gosh, if I had to choose, well, just right now, just what are right you now? enjoying most right now? Yeah. I mean, I have always loved, um, our estate Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, it's the majority of the grapes come from our oldest planting on the property here. So those vines were planted by my great grandfather, first generation. 
and my grandfather, second generation. Um, so, you know, the vines are over 60 years old, which is so unique for Sauvignon Blanc. And I think it just kind of has these very expressive and unique um, characteristics. So I love it. I love it on its own um, and just, you know, sipping it or enjoying it um, with food as well. So it's one of my favorites. <laughs> I like a good SP. Yeah. yeah. So I might have to try that before we... <laughs> Scoot out. Your history is important, Mm -hmm. um, and it can be found throughout the property, Mm -hmm. I'm told. (laughs) (laughs) You got a buggy, you got some antique cars. Can we talk about that a a little bit? Sure. Um, Is it an extension of your story? Yeah, I mean, so this was a huge agricultural area. I mean, it still is. Um, So next door was the old hop kiln. Um, so, you know, I was mentioning before crops or, um, hops were, you know, a prominent crop, a crop during that time. And <laughs> say um, that a few times, gosh, yeah, that was a tongue twister. um, hops so, and crops, hops and crops. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was an old, um, horse and buggy, uh, barn. So they would pull through in there. I, to be honest, I don't have a whole lot of knowledge of, um, everything that went on there, but yeah, just a lot of history. The barn itself dates back to the 1800s. Um, and then we do have some restored vehicles on the property, um, that were original. So, um, so super cool. Yeah. Really so cool. People can, kind of, <laughs> can they, can people stroll around and see some of these things? No, we don't have them on display. Okay. We have taken them out for a couple events, uh-huh. um, but we don't have them on display regularly. So, okay, so <laughs> only the lucky few get to see those. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you hoping that your career will lead? What are your career aspirations? Yeah, I mean, you know, like I was mentioning, I have some big shoes to fill. And so I am really looking forward to just learning from some of the greatest and, you know, most influential people that I I know personally. And so um, just kind of learning the continue to learn yeah continue to learn from them um and I am really excited to work you know with my brother as well um you know we've talked about some fun projects over the years and um having that opportunity and to see that all come to light I'm really excited to pursue all of that so so you will stay here forever and ever I think so (laughs) I think I'm here to stay Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. Well, let's move on to your personal life. Mm-hmm. Where do you live? What city? Do <laughs> yeah, you live right. in <laughs> Do you live in Healdsburg? I do. Yeah. So, I um How did you select Healdsburg? <laughs> um, so I mean, I grew up here, so born and raised in Healdsburg. Um, I grew up out here though, you know, out in the country, (laughs) right? So not in the town itself, but growing up here, it was very different. I mean, it was a very small farm town. (laughs) Um, so it's definitely evolved over the years. Um, when I moved back up here from Southern California, I didn't know where exactly I would land in Sonoma County. Um, but I had a connection to Healdsburg and wanted to, try to stay in Healdsburg. Um, and I ended up finding a place. So I am very fortunate that I do live in town. Um, so I have a pretty quick commute out here, which is nice. (laughs) It's about 10 minutes. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I'm close to family, close to friends. Um, so I do enjoy living in Healdsburg and there's lots of fun things to do. Um, great restaurants, 
um, great wineries, other wineries. And um, yeah, so it's, I, I do feel lucky to live there. Yeah, it's a nice little walking town. Yeah, absolutely. So if we took a step inside your home, what <laughs> would we see? What is your decorating style, color Ooh. scheme? <laughs> Talk to us. Yes. Um, so I... I kind of go in between styles that I love. I do love kind of that rustic kind of, I wouldn't say like farmhouse style, but more of like a modern touch. (laughs) Um, My boyfriend is actually a woodworker. And so he's actually made some really beautiful pieces of furniture for us. Um, So I don't have a very large home, but you know, we have filled it with you know, things that we love. But yeah, I would say I'm more of that like kind of rustic, but also a touch of modern. <laughs> I don't know. And what's the predominant color Um or colors? I tend to go with neutrals, but I do love like a pop of color. So like, you know, any sort of greenery. Um, I have some kind of bright pillows on my couch, but I do kind of tend to go with the neutral. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> when you want to kick back and relax, which room do you head to? Oh, I'm always down in my living room. <laughs> um, I hang out on the couch. I got my two-year-old golden retriever, Archie. <laughs> um, so yeah, I will kick back and relax um, on the couch downstairs. And what kind of music would you be playing? Yeah, um, I love country music. Um, I love all music, to be honest. My family has always been, I guess, musically inclined. We all played instruments and things like that. We don't have a band or anything like that. But, <laughs> but um, we have okay, always... Wait a minute. You said you all play instruments. What yeah. do you play? Um, I played the piano growing up. My Very mom good. was actually an instructor for a really long time. Um, she plays the guitar as well. And then my brother plays just the acoustic guitar. He's also played the electric guitar and my dad plays the acoustic guitar. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So we just, I mean, we all grew up playing instruments, which was fun. Um, but we never collaborated together or anything like that. Are there ever jam (laughs) sessions? No. Never. Okay. (laughs) Even if there was, I don't know if I'd put us out there. (laughs) Well, definitely behind closed doors, right? Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) Fun family moment. Yeah. Do you have a hobby or something Um, that you collect? Yeah. So, I mean, currently I've like gotten into gardening. Um, I just have a, a, small backyard. And so this year I've tested out trying a small garden, (laughs) um, just growing some tomatoes and strawberries and just some herbs. Um, I'm hoping that the green thumb, um, gene runs in my blood. (laughs) I'm sure it does. Yeah. So far so good. (laughs) Well, and you're Um, in California. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard hard to go wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I, think, um, yeah. I think a lot's in your favor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I've been trying that. Um, I do love walking, hiking. Um, I do like to get exercise in. Um, like I was saying, I have a two-year-old golden retriever, so he keeps me very busy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are a couple of my, I guess in my off time, that's usually what I'll be doing. <laughs> Is there something other than a potential jam session, oh, <laughs> but is there something that people might be surprised to learn about you? Something out of the ordinary, something out of the ordinary, maybe from your childhood or growing up, just something that people, oh man, just if... don't easily know about you. Oh man. Um, I mean, I was always a very active child growing up, active, you know, in high school, played volleyball for many years, 
Do you speak gosh. a second language? Do you skydive? Oh, you- gosh, no, <laughs> no. I am not that adventurous. I can't do skydiving. I'm trying to think of something that I've done over the years that would be... I mean, I have my black belt in Taekwondo. <laughs> See, that's pretty cool. I know, that's usually like my fun fact that everybody's like, what? Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I have a black belt in Taekwondo. I haven't practiced for years, but yeah. I, I did that. I think that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it taught me, you know, hard work and, um, perseverance and discipline, all those kind of morals. Um, it was hard. It was definitely challenging, but I did it. (laughs) What inspired you to pursue that? I was young. I mean, my brother was doing it. And so I remember going and watching his practices or, um, and just, seeing that. And I remember the instructor called me out one day and asked if I could come join. And, and then I did, and then I pursued it and got my black belt. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's like riding a bike. It probably comes back to you immediately if, if needed, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I hope so. Yeah. Right. You know, There's some skills that are <laughs> out of the important to have. Yeah. Have yeah. you taken a trip that has great meaning to you or, or just great memories? Yeah. Um, I would share, I would say actually the Italy trip that I took with my family. Um, that was back in 2018. Um, I went with my parents and my brothers. So it was the four of us and we traveled, um, mostly to Northern Italy. So mm-hmm. we went to Venice, Florence and Lucca. Those were the main cities. Um, so Luca being where my family is from, that was just, I mean, it was really neat to be there and just, you know, recognize how strong of a connection we have to this place. Um, and being able to actually go to the village that my grandfather grew up in. I mean, the population now is like 27, <laughs> so not many people live up there, Right. Um, but it's like a small mountain town. And so it was really cool to especially experienced this with my whole family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that is definitely a trip that I will never forget. <laughs> How long were you in Italy? Um, about 10, 12 days. Yeah. That's, that's a good amount yeah, of time. Yeah, so it was a good amount of time. I am definitely going back. <laughs> I ate a lot of bread and a lot of cheese, a lot of pasta. <laughs> it tastes better there. It does. It really does. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. It just tastes it does. so good. It's so much better. <laughs> yes. I'm sure there's no calories either. Right. I like to think that there isn't. You do so much walking, so it's almost like they cancel it's each canc- other out. Exactly. <laughs> Other than wine. What do you like to drink? Ooh, I mean, I do love a good cocktail. Um, if I had to choose like a specific one, um, I well, love Aperol spritz. I mean, that's, I mean, that's got Prosecco in it. So I guess that's still in the wine world. So what? It's a cocktail. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love those in the summertime. It's perfect. I can always go for a good margarita. I love those. Um, but I love trying new cocktails. I'm not against them at all. <laughs> there, there's so much creativity yeah, with there them. there really is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, during quarantine last year, I was exploring different, you know, drinks, trying different margaritas and making Aperol spritz and um, yeah, trying new things. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Very good. Making good use of your time. Exactly. <laughs> right? Absolutely. We didn't have a whole lot of other things to do. So, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. If someone asked you for a recommendation of a day in Healdsburg, mm-hmm. what would that look like? 
Yeah, well... What are three places that you think that they need to see? Yeah. Other than coming out to your winery. Other than coming to Rocchioli. Because that's a given. Yes, of course. I mean, it depends on the person. You know, if they're a big foodie, there's some great restaurants here. Um, So a couple of my favorites. I love Villette. Um, Can't go wrong with Villette. I love Villette. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dry Creek Kitchen is also great if you're looking for, you know, more fine dining um, Campo Fina is another favorite of mine. Just casual, love their backyard space. Um, and they've got the bocce ball court in the back. So it's fun. Um, so those are a couple of my favorite restaurants here, um, in Healdsburg, as far as like things to do, things to see. Um, I mean, if they're into hiking, there's some great hiking trails here. What's, what's your favorite hiking trail? You're taking that puppy out on a hike all the time. Yeah. I'm sure there's one um, you can recommend. Yeah. I mean, even locally here in Healdsburg, there's the Healdsburg Reserves. Um, it's behind Parkland Farms. Um, pretty, you get you could overlook the river, the Russian River, um, Shiloh and the Foothills in Windsor. Those are two favorites of mine as well. Um, they're pretty beginner moderate hikes so you know pretty much anyone can do them but there's some great views um if you're feeling really adventurous hiking to the top of fitch mountain (laughs) um in overlooking healdsburg um that's i mean that one's challenging it's basically a vertical climb oh my goodness (laughs) yeah i've done that a couple times and you feel it the next day for sure um how much time yeah. does it take to do that? It's actually not that long. Oh, it's, really? I think it's only a couple miles, but with it being so steep, <laughs> steep <laughs> it feels like forever. Oh my yeah. goodness. Um, okay. Yeah. And I love going out to Bodega Bay mm-hmm. too. Um, so if you're looking for a beach day and heading out there, there's some great trails out there as well. Perfect. Yeah. Well, Rachel, we're going to wrap things up with okay. five quick questions. Okay. They're really, really lighthearted. So just go with me on them. Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. First so. question. What kind of car do you drive? I drive an Acura. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite flower? Ooh, I would say a sunflower. Okay. If you were a crayon, what color would you be? Mm, I would probably be pink. <laughs> <laughs> Who is one of your favorite actor or actresses? Oh my gosh. Why am I blanking right now? We can come back to that question. (laughs) Okay. What is your favorite holiday? Christmas. Okay. We're going back to the actor and actress. Who is it? One of your favorites. One of my favorites. It can be a TV or a movie. I know. I'm just thinking like one of my favorite all-time shows is Friends. Ross, his character is probably so David Schwimmer. Okay. I just think he's hilarious. Did you just (laughs) watch? Have you watched the reunion? I did. Yeah. (laughs) What did you think? I loved it. I mean, it was, I thought it was cute. I mean, seeing them all back together and I've watched that show so many times. It's one of my go-tos if I just need something light and happy to watch. Um, I thought it was cute seeing them all back together. Yeah. Um, So I totally appreciated that. (laughs) It was nice to see them all together. Definitely. And still friends. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Love that. (laughs) Rachel, so much fun to be with you today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Visit winecountrywomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.